Welcome to Rick's Rumbling. This is episode 9 of Yankee Thunder, the legendary life of Davy Crockett. And we're at chapter 16, Slickerty Sam again. Davy wasn't ever a man to waste time, and he didn't waste time now. Slickerty Sam! Stand up, Slickerty Sam, from Davy Crockett, the yaller blossom of the forest, and we're face to face at last. I said I was going to run you clear out of these here United States, and that's what I aim to do. Oh, no need to get yourself worked up, Colonel Crockett, said Slickerty, blowing smoke out of his cigar. Don't tell me what there's no need of. Get up on your knickers and let's go to it. Whoop there, Davy, Andy Jackson said. I can't have no fighting in the White House. Uh, then I'll fight him outside, said Davy. Can't have no fighting on the White House grounds, said Andy. It wouldn't look right. Well... I can do without the fighting, said Davy. What, what what I really want to do is run Slickerty Sam clear out of here these year United States. And Andy Jackson shook his head. Can't let you do that neither. It wouldn't be lawful. You know who this varmint is? asked Davy. Don't make any difference said Andy Jackson, as long as he's a citizen of the United States. What I tell you, said Davy, he's Slickerty Sam Patch Thimble Rig Slipper with Branch. He knows tricks of magic. He can change himself into a peddler, a gambling man, or a bully of the woods. He's the meanest man in these here United States, and he aims to be the richest. I know, because he told me so himself. All the while, Slickerty Sam has been listening, smiling a sly smile, and now he stood up and took off his black slouch hat and made a bow to Andy Jackson. I'm right pleased to meet you, Mr. President, but things ain't just the way Davy makes them out to be. Davy reared back to spring at Slickerty Sam, but Andy Jackson held out his hand. How so, he said to Slickerty. Didn't you tell Davy you were the meanest man in these here United States? Oh, I told him so, said Slickerty Sam, but I didn't mean nothing by it. I was just in fun, and as for tricks of magic, I gave them up long ago. I clean forgot how to do them. Why, I couldn't change myself into anything if I tried. Andy, said Davy, he's lying. The low-down weasel couldn't tell a true thing if he tried. Oh, not so fast, Davy, said Slickerty Sam. You got any proof on the line? I don't need proof, said Davy. You're mean, and I we both know it. Not so fast again, Davy, said Slickerty Sam. You got any proof I'm mean? 
Well, how about all the folks you got the best of, said Davy. You sold them poor goods as a peddler, cheated them as a gambler, and fought them as a bully of the river. How about that engine war you stirred up? Slickerty Sam shook his head, looking at Davy as if he was sorry for him. There's lots of peddlers, he said, and there's lots of gambling men. There's also lots of bullies. You got no proof any of them was me? I'm afraid you got no case at all, Colonel Crockett, so you may as well cool off. No such thing, you slithering rattlesnake, yelled Davy, turning to Andy Jackson. Andy, he said. Are you going to let Slickerty Sam here sit here in the White House, or are you going to let me run him out? I'd like to oblige you, Davy, said Andy Jackson, but I said all comers would be welcome to the White House, and I can't go back on my word, and I can't have no fighting, and I can't let you run them out of these here United States. Because ain't the backwoods, Davy. This is the capital of the nation. Everything has to be done lawful. Oh, I'm mighty glad to hear that, Mr. President, said Slickerty Sam. There's nothing that a, such a comfort to a body as the law. I guess I'll stay on in Washington City for a while. I got a few ideas I want to tell you about how the country ought to be run. When Davy heard that, he almost went up in smoke. But before he could get a word out, Andy Jackson said, I'll listen to you, Slickerty Sam, the same as I would any man. But what I said in my speech, I aimed to do it. Ah, I knew you'd see it my way, said Slickerty Sam. I didn't see it anybody's way, said Andy. I don't see anything at all till I got proof, and that's the way a man has got to be when he's president. Davy couldn't hold himself back any longer. He reared back again, yelling, I don't want to cross you, Andy, but Slickerty Sam has got something coming to him, and I'm going to see that he gets it. Careful, Davy, said Andy Jackson. You're not just talking to Andy Jackson. You're talking to the president of these here United States. President or no president, out of my way and let me at him. At that, Andy Jackson's temper rose up, and his face got as red as the blaze of his hair, and he jumped in front of Davy, stomping on the floor and bellowing worse than a buffalo. Get out of this White House, you backwoods slangwanger. Get out of here before I throw you out with my own two hands. I'm the president here of this United States, and I'm telling you to get out. Davy looked at Andy Jackson. Why, Andy, he said, you must have got the whole thing mixed up. It's Slickerty Sam you want to throw out, not me. Andy Jackson's temper rose up fiercer than ever. It's a wonder he didn't burst into a thousand bits. But all he did was to say, get out of here, Davy Crockett, and get out fast. All right, Andy. You're asking me to get out, and I'm getting. But from now on, we're in different sides of the fence, and I'll keep on being that way until you see eye to eye me on Slickerty Sam. 
Goodbye, Andy. And Davy turned around and left the room and pushed his way through the crowd out of the White House. That's the end of chapter 16 to chapter 17, where running for Congress. So Davy went over to where Death Hug, Mississippi, and the dogs were waiting. Get along, he said, and started heading back to Tennessee. Death Hug, Mississippi, and the dogs saw that Davy was put out about something and wouldn't stand for any cutting up. They tended to their business, not letting loose a howl or a growl or a yowl all the way. Davy didn't say a single word himself. He just kept going until he got to the cabin of Sally Ann and her pa standing next to him and asked Fulton Platts. Glad to see you, Davy, said Sally Ann. Glad to see you, Sally Ann, said Davy. Enough of this, John, said Sally Ann's pa. What about the wedding? I said I'd marry Sally Ann, said Davy, and I ain't changed my mind but we'll have to put a wedding off for a while. Sally Ann's paw jumped as though he'd been jabbed with a pitchfork. Well, tan my hide, he said. What's going on here? You been to Washington City, ain't you? I've been to Washington City, said Davy. And you seen Andy Jackson made president, didn't you? Said Sally Ann's paw. I did, said Davy. Then what's holding things up now? Asked Sally Ann's paw. Give Davy a chance to talk, said Sally Ann. I'm letting him talk, said Sally Ann's paw. Well, then let him. So Sally Ann's paw let Davy talk, and he told what he had happened in Washington City. He told about Andy Jackson and Slickerty Sam, and when he was through, he said, somebody's got to take care of things, or Slickerty Sam will get around. Andy is sure shooting. I figured that somebody is me. And the best way to do it is to be a congressman. If I could get a law passed against Slickerty Sam, wouldn't nobody be able to stop me from running out of him out of this here United States? How do you know you'll be elected? Asked Sally Ann's paw. That won't be nothing for Davy Crockett. And as soon as I take care of Slickerty Sam, I'll be back and we'll have the wedding. Davy, said Sally Ann, are you sure you're right? I am, said Davy. Then go ahead, said Sally Ann. You get right out and start whooping it up for yourself. You get yourself elected to Congress and take care of Slickerty Sam and then come back and we'll have the wedding. Yes, ma'am, said Davy. He scooted out so fast the wind of it almost blew over Sally Ann's paw. I can't waste no time, said Davy to Death Hug, because the quicker I take care of Slickerty Sam, the quicker I can get back to Sally Ann. Death Hug grunted to let Davy know it was all right with him, and Mrs. Sip and the dogs did the same. That's good said Davy, because I aim to do a rip-snorting job of whooping it up, and I'm starting now. The first thing Davy did was to get himself a little cowhide bag, and he wrote down some speeches 
and then put them in the bag together with the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of these here United States. And he called it his bag of patriotism, saying that was all a congressman really needed. Guess I'd better practice a mite before I do any real whooping it up, he said. And he hopped up on a tree stump, flapped his arms and crowed like a rooster, and he bellowed, gather round, for I'm Davy Crockett, the yaller blossom of the forest. I'm half horse, half alligator, with a little touch of snapping turtle. I'm a ring-tailed roarer, and this is my day to roar, gather round. In no time at all, a pack of critters came out of the woods and gathered round Davy. There was a cougar, a couple of foxes, a wolf, an alligator, quite a few rabbits, some bullfrogs, chickens, a turkey gobbler or two. Davy opened up his bag of patriotism, reading off the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, and then he went into his pouch with the critters listening right along with his speech. Davy ended up giving getting 20, 26 cheers for all the states and half a cheer apiece for Texas and Oregon. And all the critters joined in, raising a mighty fine cheer. And Davy whistled some tunes, taught them some dance steps, and they had a frolic. When the fun was over, there wasn't a critter that didn't back Davy for Congress. After that, Davy whooped it up among the folks, making speeches like a regular whirlwind. And then it turned out, though he didn't need to have bothered, whenever anybody opened his mouth to speak against Davy, their critters would come popping out of the woods. They'd let the speaker speak for a while, and then the bullfrogs would start croaking, and the chickens would start cackling, and they'd all be going, and the other critters would join in. And before long, critters and folks alike would be cheering for Davy Crockett. And that's the end of chapter 17. So we'll carry on with more the next time. Talk to you then.